died as she lived, screwed over by her blood children. Hi. Oh, hello. <laughs> Howdy. And welcome to This Podcast Doesn't Exist and the never-ending perils of poor Shannon and her insulin well, <laughs> deficiency. That's me. I'm Shannon. And that's Emma, who can never remember to tell you who she is. I don't know what it is. I think because you think of this podcast as us having fun together in front of a microphone. So I feel no need and to I think of this introduce... podcast as us performing for people. I never feel the need to introduce myself. You're like, everyone knows us. And I'm like, Emma, we have to manifest. We have to think bigger. People who are not our family, friends, or significant others are going to listen to this. They will. I forget. I'm sorry. And in order to make that happen, dear listeners of family, friends, and... Bose. And Colin... Um, Emma's husband. Share it. Share this podcast. Rate, review, subscribe. We're getting it out of the way at the top because you should know by now. You're probably like, I already rated and reviewed. I'm already at the in- I'm already at the Instagram pulling up my bingo card. I opened from- the bingo card before I even click clicked play. Yes. So you're already you're already in the loop. You've already sent us an email. Yes. It's to true. this podcast doesn't exist at gmail.com. To tell us your ghost story, weird conspiracy thoughts, your diner order, all these fun things. You've already done all that. But you you know have. What? If you but, haven't. But what's left for you to do is to share this episode because it's a new journey every Friday. Emma, where are we going today? First, I have a question for you. Okay. I thought you were saying like, stop. And I was no, like, no, no. I was like, no, but we use your real name on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. No, no, no. I have a question. Okay. What color is chartreuse? Like greenish, yellowy, yellowy green. Correct. The, that is the correct answer. It what? is not the uh, purplish, magenta-ish color that I assumed it was. And I <laughs> fell victim to the mandala effect. <gasps> Ooh! And I always end up saying it mandala instead of mandela, which is what it's actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I always say, like, do you remember the when mandalas were, like, a big thing? and they were Every girl to... had a tapestry in her college dorm room. Yes, with, or with the mom. coloring book. Yes. Of all the mandalas. For some reason, this theory it sticks in my brain as the mandala effect. Well, that's more of the effect, maybe. Maybe. But yes. Yeah, like, she can't talk about it if she can't remember what the name is. <laughs> <laughs> she says it wrong, people will be confused. And it's just another symptom of the mandala effect. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. All right. So, this is actually, I think, my very first, like, true conspiracy that I'm doing. Oh. It's, yeah, you love an unsolved crime. I do. I love an unsolved crime. I love a spooky ooky. I love something that is potentially mythical, mm-hmm. but I have not ventured into the realm of conspiracies, so. Welcome. It's fun here. A little yeah. confusing, but fun. A little confusing. Um, there are quite a lot of people saying things that disprove things, but I also, like, slightly believe some of it like it's we hear it's fun it's fine put that on the merch (laughs) we hear it's fun we fine (laughs) (laughs) all right so in 2013 when nelson mandela the former president and major civil rights activist of south africa passed away many people were extremely confused they had fully believed that mandela had died in prison during the 80s 
Mandela had spent 27 years in prison, in prison and was president from 1994 to 1999. He got out of prison in the early 90s. Um, when Mandela's death was announced, paranormal, quote, consultant, because that's how she refers to herself. Oh, I was going to say, if it's this mother, no, nope. Zach Bagans up in here. No, no Zach Bagans appears in this, right. in this episode, except for that moment. Um... Paranormal consultant Fiona Brome, along with others she was talking with on an online forum, became confused when they all collectively remembered Nelson Mandela's death. Fiona claims to have memories of his widow talking to the media about his death in prison and what he could have meant for the country, watching it on television in its 20th century setting. The phenomenon went viral, crediting Brome with the name Mandela Effect, but this idea became to it came to be not just about the former president, but about other, quote, slightly off things around the mm -hmm. world. There genuinely are like a million different examples of the Mandela effect, of what it looks like, of what could possibly be a part of it. But I'm just going to give you a rundown of the most well-known as well as a few of my favorites. So the first is the one that I know really well, which is the Berenstain Bears, which still messes me up. This is, of course, one of the best known from most people. If you know anything about the Mandela Effect, most people around the internet know of this one. Mm -hmm. So on August 5th, 2015, beloved actor George Takai wrote on his Facebook wall, quote, is it just me, or did they used to spell it Berenstein Bears? How is it now spelled Berenstain Bears? Is this a conspiracy? End quote. And it's, like, got, like, 930,000 shares and, like, tons of likes and, like, lots of links. And this is from forever ago. Yeah. And people are still commenting on it. Yeah. Because they're continuously going back to it. So many people felt as if their minds had been completely blown because of the seemingly indelible memory from their childhoods of a certain spelling, and it doesn't help that the author's names were Stan and Jan Berenstain, so the name is always printed twice on the covers. Mm-hmm. So I don't, like, I don't remember, I genuinely remember it as Berenstain, but I don't know if it's because, you know when you, like, go to read something in a book? And, like, you pronounce it in your head a certain way, regardless of what the spelling is. You, like, get the pronunciation yeah. down, like, in your brain. Either you decide it's that, or more often what I do, and what I've been... So, right now, for any friends at home, I've been reading my way through the Shadow and Bone series, like, the Grishaverse by Lee Bardugo, because the Netflix show is coming out soon. And it's based... It's, like, a fantasy world, but... She drew a lot from Imperial Russia, so there's a lot of sort of, like, Russian-y sort of words. And unless it's, like, two syllables, maybe three. If it's two <laughs> or three, I can make the effort to be, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ravka. Okay, moving got on. It. I yeah. got it. If it's anything further, I'm just like, okay, it starts with N and it ends with Nick. That's the name for the soldiers that are not magical. And Nick. And I just, like, 
it's like I mumble in my head. I'm like, and then the, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's what I mean when I, when I say like, you come up with some kind of pronunciation, some placement in your head for what it is. And I honestly think that's just what I did with words that I couldn't like sound out or didn't really understand the pronunciation of. Or maybe it was like a guess at the pronunciation and I just like assumed. At this point, because it's such a popular example of the Mandela effect, I honestly couldn't tell you what my organic, real childhood memory is. That's totally fair. I've been like... Was it? It could be both. I don't know. So, and that's just proof, I think, of how unreliable memories are. Genuinely. No one ever called me for a witness in a court, because unless we have it on a recording of a podcast, I won't remember. Nope. Nope. I shan't. To this day, this example is still one of the more mind-boggling for people, especially as they go back through their old boxes of stuff and take photos of the books and try to find different spellings in TV guides and readers' digests that might not just be misspellings, but rather, like, evidence of, Mm. you know, it was this spelling and they changed it. But alas, the name remains Stain. So, another question for you. Is it... Jiffy or Jif peanut butter? It's Jif. Choosy moms choose Jif. Correct. <laughs> it's Jif, not to be confused with GIF. Correct. Yes. And there has to be a commercial where they say, because this is in my brain, but I don't know if I made this up. They must say at some point, a sandwich you can make in a Jif, but I cannot find it and I'm going insane. I don't, I don't know. I could not find it. But I could also see them using, um, you know, a sandwich you can make in a jiffy as like and a maybe marketing that's, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and maybe, maybe that's, that's how people remember. Yeah. But the brand, you know, it's like they were making a pun with their own name, but jiffy is also a word. So people just kind of filled it in. Maybe. Yeah. So this example is one of many brand names and brand logos that many people either get wrong or misremember what they look like. So they're very, very, fairly popular um, to the point where I took a BuzzFeed quiz (laughs) of like, which of these Mandala effects have you become victim to? Hey, Mike Rose. Hi, Mike Rose. Um, And I got a, I think I got like a 9 out of 14 or something. Of that you got them correct? Of, like, of them what correct. they actually are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So, actually not great. Do we have this quiz in the show yes, notes? Yes, the quiz is in the show notes. If Feel free to take it, although you might know some of the answers once oh, you Oh, but wait, now to I want to take it. Do you want to take it right now? Can I? Yeah, I'll send it to you. Yay! Excitement. Oh, no. See? It's harder than you think it is. And you're like, what? How? Your brain just plays incredible tricks on you. I'm 0 for 2 at this point. Oh, wow. That's actually less than I thought you'd do. Oh, my gosh. It's hard. I'm 0 for 3. Okay. I I got Target right. Yeah, I got Target right, too. (laughs) What? I'm really loving this. This makes me really happy. (laughs) Wait, hold on. BuzzFeed. We know Mike Rose, okay? Don't make me call him. 
This is probably like a community generated quiz. It's like not even a actually no. It's a staff member who wrote it, mm. but it's from forever ago. Yeah, that's fair. So I could have sworn Fruit of the Loom. I know. Have you seen Fruit of the Gloom on no. um, TikTok? No. It's this artist who. <laughs> It's just sad looking fruits. Oh, yes, I have. You showed it to me. Yeah. And they're stickers. I'm like, I kind of want it. <laughs> it's like a sad potato. One of them's a pear, right? Dispair. Yeah, dispair. The color of despair. It's a Les Mis reference for all you friends at home that are playing along the bingo. I know you're really bummed at uh, how long this is taking me to take this quiz. But... It's all right. A portion of it's going to get cut. Okay, that's fair. I'll just try and be funny. You're what always is, funny. What does Pikachu's tail look like? Oh my god. I know. My entire I didn't childhood. Even, I didn't even play. Oh, I got it wrong. Oh, I didn't even play Pokemon. And I still was like, I thought. I okay. got it wrong. I got Skechers right. Shout I out, did too. Shout out to my summer working in the shoe department of the Bonton. Well done. Thanks. What? All right, I got a 6 out of 15. And it says, hey, you could have done worse. Vaguely remembering stuff is hard enough as it is, so perhaps you're just a little iffy on the details. Or you're from an alternative, alternate reality. Either way, no big deal. And then a gif of Joey shrugging. Very well done. Wow. I feel not dumb. I know. But not observant. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. thought I was fairly, I'd be a terrible spy. Oh, I would be too. I know I'm not observant. Like, I, I know that about myself. Yeah, I also know that about you. <laughs> yeah. I am a very non-observant person when it comes to, like, small details like that. With general things. You're observant yeah. in other ways. Like, I feel like you notice stuff about people. Yeah. Like, if I'm genuinely paying attention to something, I'm going to notice something. But if it's, like, in my peripherals or if it's happening around me and I'm not, like, directly engaging with it. Usually it's... And that's why you need to go with me to Disney World so I can point out all the itty-bitty details that I think are really interesting but they're boring to other people. And that I wouldn't notice unless you pointed them out to me. So we do, I'll be we a Tola guy. We do need to go to Disney World. I want to go to Disney World. Well, post Fauci ouchie. Woo! Guys, I'm going to get it soon. At this point, you already had it. That's right. Dose one. Dose one. Right. By this point, my, my dose two will be on the way. Um, all right, so these might now sound familiar to you, Shannon, because you've just taken the quiz to Sorry. tell you what's right and wrong. I can pretend to be surprised. No, it's totally fine because these are things that, like, you'll read uh, or you'll hear it and you'll go, oh, yeah, like, I, I know that you, I have heard this correction before. But it's, like, it's not going to stick. It doesn't stick in your brain. Are we going to do this, like, uh, um, those, like, foreign language learning tapes where they'll say, like, <laughs> vote is der Gabel. And then they wait for you to say it when you're <laughs> listening to it. Like, are you are you going to be, like, is it Berenstain Bears or Berenstein Berenstein Steen. Bears? Answer at home in three, two, one. <laughs> I, you know what? You I can would, take the BuzzFeed quiz with us through yes, your ears. You, feel free to take the quiz, but I'm also going to, because now that sounds fun and I like it when people do that, <laughs> that I'm going to do that. So, is it Oscar Mayer or Oscar Mayer? 
So M-E-Y-E-R or M-A-Y-E-R. The answer is in the form of song. So you shouldn't have gotten that one wrong. Because <laughs> your baloney's first name is Oscar. And what's its last name? M-A-Y-E-R. Are you going to sing the song, though? Do we have the rights? I don't know. Do we? <laughs> you want to sing it with me? Do we? Ah! My baloney has, has a first name. It's O-S-C-A-R. My baloney has a second name. It's M-A-Y-E-R. I love to eat it every day. And if you ask me why, I'll sing. Because Oscar Mayer has a way with the O-L-O-G-N-A. Wow. So we used to sing that at the lunch table at in middle school. That's adorable. As the aforementioned, you we already have talked about the singing at the lunch table, how we were kind of weird. That's okay. Everyone in middle school is weird. Yeah. We were a particular brand of weird. I love you, Sarah. Woo! <laughs> but I'm mad. I should have gotten that that correct. I know, right? On the quiz. But it tricks you. And I got it wrong. Because your brain, your brain is just like, oh, for some reason, this no, looks like the correct answer. Who spells it with an A? I don't know. You know Oscar I mean? Meyer. No, but no. I that know. looks like John Mayer. You're right. That's how he spells it. I mean, You're no, right. Not actually. But you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do. I understand. I feel true. If no one else does, I do. Am I from an alternate universe? I so a lot of these do end up having to do with spellings, um, which I honestly think is another version of the Berenstein stain thing of just like how you pronounce words and how you expect words to look. Um, so fruit loops, F-R-U-I-T, versus fruit loops, F-R-O-O-T-L-U-L-O-O-P-S. Emma can't spell. <laughs> Emma has two degrees in English. And I cannot spell for my life. Um, but the correct answer is the latter. Fruit loops with the double O's. Um, which makes sense when you look at the box when they're like the little like fruit loop O's. Right. So like design-wise, it was a choice. I'm offended by the option on the quiz that's F-R-E-W-T. <laughs> fruit. Fruit. Like that designer also likes putting Z's instead of S's on things. They they it's had very a, they had a, I was gonna say they had a two thousand two phase and they just never left. The Kit Kat brand name doesn't include a dash, which apparently is controversial. Yeah, I'm mad about it. Chick Fil A is spelled like the baby chick, so C H I C K, F I L, A. What? Not like the way that the cows wrote it. On the billboards. What terrible marketing. Right? Because I definitely, I can see that billboard. Right? So can I. And I mean, I get it. They're cows. They're supposed to be Just, dumb. Like, bad Because they're yeah. animals. <laughs> bad at know. spelling. I don't know. So that one really messed with me because I spelled Chick-fil-A out like a couple days ago in a text. Mm -hmm. And it didn't correct me. Which I feel well, like is serious. But job. when you capitalize things, it doesn't. It doesn't that's recognize fair. It doesn't necessarily it as like, oh, and you, it's it. like you're writing someone's name or whatever. Yeah, I spelled it with a, just a K. Embarrassing. So, I, honestly, I'm I'm a cow. Moo. <laughs> if you're a cow, I'm a cow. Oh. Moo. <laughs> 
Thanks. I hate it. I hate it. Okay. Thanks, friend. All right. <laughs> Lastly, on this portion, Looney Tunes. So Tunes spelled T-U-N-E-S versus Looney Tunes spelled T-O-O-N-S. Which one do you think is correct? Well. Did you just, is that in the quiz? I forget. It is. Okay. Well, then that was for you at home. I hope you got it correct because it's the latter, it's the former, not the latter. It's the former. It's T-U-N-E-S as if it's like a song, which makes no sense to me because do you remember the computer game? Do you remember the computer game Toontown? Keep talking about it. So it was like you would create a tune and you would be like some anamorphic something or other and you would be in Toontown and you would like have your own uh, house that you would fill up with with stuff. It's basically like Animal Crossing but with like a different thing. And you play different games as the tune in order to get the money, in order to buy the stuff. And they weren't even money. It wasn't even money. It was jelly beans. Of course. So, but Toontown was spelled with a T-O-O-N. So it was branded. It was like Yes. Well, see, I feel like part of this is like fun, kooky spellings, but part of it is puns. Because my brain was like, okay, Looney Tunes, double O, and like tunes like music, they're both words, I mean tune by itself, but it's a shortened shortened version of cartoon. So I was like, okay... And I was like, but they don't sing on the Looney Tunes. So no. it wouldn't be with the U. It tricked me. The pun. I got out punned. Like the only thing, like, I, well, I don't know. I wasn't allowed to watch Looney Tunes when I was a kid because apparently it was too violent. Oh. I wasn't allowed to watch Ed, Ed, and Eddie or Johnny Bravo. I could watch both of those. What? I don't know. What is Mom? parenting? Mom. We're all just doing Karen, our Karen, Kim, can we have some answers, please? Can we- Let's do a summit. Let's do a Zoom call. Like, I watched Ed, Ed, and Eddie all the time. And I watched, my, my uncle was like. That explains sense of humor so perfectly. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've never thought about it. But, like, also with Johnny Bravo. It checks out. Yeah. I loved Johnny Bravo. That was my uncle's favorite TV show. Which also says a lot about him. Hi, Uncle John. All right. So, moving on. Still a little mad about Toontown, because I also got that question wrong um, on the quiz. Mm. There are other alternate or mistaken moments of childhood, like Curious George doesn't have a tail. He's not a monkey, he's an ape. Which I did not put together, because I genuinely think I remember them saying he's a curious little monkey. But maybe they were like, kids don't know the difference between apes and monkeys. So they were I like, guess. we're going to generalize it. But like, why? I, I don't know. I guess he's supposed to be like a baby gorilla. But he's brown. I don't know. Maybe gorillas or other apes can be brown. Maybe. I had that traumatic gorilla experience at the zoo when I was in kindergarten, so I just don't spend a lot of time there at the zoo. You had a what? Have I not talked about it no! on the podcast? At least I don't remember it, which we all know memory is fallible, so. <laughs> well, if you start remembering, Go ahead, tell me, skip I guess. <laughs> so, I think I was in kindergarten, because I was still very young, and we... 
Anyway, I was very young. I don't know how, how which, young. which grade I was in or whatever. Maybe I was in like first, I feel like I was little. Anyway, doesn't matter. I was young enough to be like going with my mom and like other moms and kids from our courtyard. Because yeah. we lived in apartment buildings. And we went to the Heidelberg Zoo. Aww. And the gorilla exhibit, or like enclosure... They've got grassy areas and stuff and, like, rocks and stuff for them to hang out on. And then there's a moat of water because that's, you know, deterrent. And then also some, like, plexiglass so that you could be, like, putting stuff in the enclosure. Yeah. And we were looking and, like, cool. And there was this big, like, Mr. Boss Gorilla. Mr. Boss Gorilla. He was very big. I, well, I can't remember if there were, like... Others. And females, then, yeah. or if they kept them separate, or if he was alone in there. He's the only one that I remember. I think we still have pictures somewhere. But my mom's friend, was her name Nancy? Don't know. One of the other moms had her big, you know, a camera. I mean, that was still in the day of, like, disposable cameras, but yeah. this was, like, a real camera with a lens and, and whatnot. This gorilla was chill. He was just chilling. And we like made our way around the little pathway that passed the enclosure. And we were maybe three fourths of the way around the little semicircle. And we stopped to like look. And she went and she p- picked up her camera off of her neck where it was hanging yeah. to take a picture. And this gorilla rips this clod of earth <gasps> by the grass and yeets it. And it hits the plexiglass. My mom, I feel like, this is going to be one of those things that I'm like, my mom used to tell me this story in such detail. And now if I asked her, she'd be like, oh yeah, I kind of remember that. Like she yeah, would, no, absolutely. if I tried to get her to yeah. tell it on the podcast, she'd be like, oh, I don't know. But we were all very freaked out and we That's hustled along. So whenever we go to, we, I don't, I'm not a big zoo person anyway, because I like, I don't really know how to feel about the ethics of the situation. I like to think that they're having a good life, but it's like, could they, you know, it's a little complicated. And usually zoos are open during hot, humid times, which, as you remember from last week, I hate. Well, that, and it's really bad for most animals that are in zoos because a lot of them are from not like. Not swamp climate? Yeah. Yeah. Depending on where you are. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, I'm not a zoo person either. I just get. Oh, right. Curious stories. I was like, Forward. how did we start talking about this? Yes. He is not a monkey. He's he is a, an ape. An ape. Like the scary gorilla. Yes. So that one confused me only because I guess my brain filled in that, like, he had a tail. Well, he's always climbing and stuff. you think a tail would help him. And he doesn't yes. wear clothes. He doesn't. He's just running around little... Sometimes he steals the yellow man's hat. He loves a fashion accessory. Yeah. Fashion icon, Curious George. Amen. (laughs) Uh, Next, the Monopoly man does not have a monocle, although he very much should. He should. He should go over to Mr. Peanut and be like, hey, my dude. My top-hatted friend. I don't really get why why you're dressed like a rich capitalist when, I mean, peanuts, I guess peanuts are equated with money. Like... I guess. But it's like, people say I made peanuts. is like, I didn't get paid very much. 
So maybe it's supposed to like elevate the thought of a peanut. I don't know. Or like you bar peanuts. You're buying twelve dollar cocktails. But who really likes bar peanuts? I, after COVID, if anybody, if anyone at a bar decides, you know what, I am going to put out a dish of communal nuts. And you decide to stick your hand in, I'm sorry, I am no longer talking to you. No, I'd rather be like, here's $8, give me a fresh new can, I will peel back the, the silver freshness seal by myself like i mm -mm. like even before covid that was just never something that i liked doing because it was like like, nuts well i don't like nuts but like the communal bowl situation like even at a party always kind of freaked me out because i'm like everyone's hands are dipping put a little spoon and then put it on your plate seriously please don't dip your hand oh it's just i'm just gonna pick it up with my fingers it's just easier no the tongs are there for a reason struggle I don't care. I don't want your grubby fingers Struggle. all up in my business. Thank you. Wow. Well, you, I feel very strongly about this Hope now. you're all hoping to get invited to our next party. It's a <laughs> fun time. Come and struggle with us. Come struggle. All right. Lastly, the tip of Pikachu's tail is not black, which I didn't play Pokemon at all when I was a kid. That wasn't my thing. I got my Pokemon cards right over there. I know. I know. I don't want to get up. <laughs> Do you want... No, I'll check. <laughs> okay. Shannon's, Shannon's Pokemon cards. Alright, I want to say it's... I want... Yeah, this is the correct binder. Okay. Well, you guys. What Shannon, a fun time. Shannon is checking her Pokemon cards, which just so happened to be in this room. Some of them are in German. Oh. Because I... Colin had to sell his when he was a kid. Oh, did his dad make him? Yeah. Because apparently it was taking up too much of his time and was spending too much of his money. And so he had to sell them for like 10 cents. Mr. Colin's dad, it's an investment. Well, it is now. Only if you have first edition stuff. Okay. I think he did though. This is not, yeah, his tail is not black. (gasps) Hold on, let me keep flipping. They're organized by type, you see, but then also by number. Combat power. You're such a one. Ah. Yeah, look, his tail does not his have black. His tail is not black. Wow. Wow. Huh. Pikachu's cuddly cute, but squeeze too hard and you'll get a charge of a lifetime. Did you watch the new Pikachu movie? Do you remember that? Oh, the detective one? Whatever it was, yeah. Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. No. Okay. I don't like furries. No offense. They freak me out. That's totally fair. And that had furry vibes. That's totally fair. But I heard it was funny. Well, that's good. Maybe you could listen to it. Well, if anyone wants some German Pokemon cards or just nostalgic cards that you collect, uh, hit me up. I'll send it to you, I guess. (laughs) You might end up with a Pokemon card in... In your mailbox, just for fun. Okay, but like, seriously, I don't know what this says. Falls du meinet sense ein Pokémon auf der Bank hast. Welt ein Gegner eines von ihnen und tausch es mit deinem aktiven Pokémon aus. I have no clue what you just said. Something, um, when you have a Pokémon in the bank against your opponent, 
something something. Ruth, you're a higher level Duolingo. Um, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> Ruth, you're a higher level German Duolingo person than me. There what did I go. just say? Tell me. Don't roast my pronunciation. I was born there. I didn't get to go to German kindergarten. Oh, yeah. Because of diabetes. All right. So, we <laughs> talked about Pikachu. Again, I was like, why? Where, where did we go? Is this just a therapy session where I talk about my childhood? You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. I'll bill you. You'll send me the bill after. So, there are also mistakes in media and popular culture, including who is dead and who isn't, that large groups of people somehow share thoughts on. One of these is that the Lindbergh baby was never found, but the Lindbergh baby was found two months after he disappeared. He was? Yep. Clearly, I don't remember podcasts I listened to. Mother Teresa was sainted while she was alive. Incorrect. They don't do that. Nope. People the Catholic are... Church does not saint anyone who is currently living. Yeah. She was sainted in 2016, well after her death. Also, that just seems like a good policy, because if you saint someone while they're alive, that seems like a very quick way to have them end up dead. Well, and sainthood as like a process requires the congregation who is giving the sainthood, so like the cardinals and the, and the pope and all that, to review the life of the person, and mm-hmm. you can't necessarily do that if they're still alive. Well, because you could you could saint them, and then they could be like... An awful person. F the police, I'm going to burn it down. Mother Teresa. Imagine. <laughs> She's wearing, like, a grill. She, oh my gosh, it's her and Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg. Although Snoop, Snoop and Martha I love are doing, Snoop. they're doing a great job. They're he's having a fun a time. He's such a sweetheart. That's poor, poor he's just, example. He's just like, I just want to hang out. He's so, he's like music, commercials, hot sauce. I don't know. He's got a lot going on. He's got on. a lot going on. Good for him. Snoop Doggy Dog. He's good. And Martha Stewart. Yeah. An iconic, name a more iconic duo. I bet you can. We'll wait. Most people also don't remember the death of astronaut Neil Armstrong. He passed away in 2013. Hmm. I don't remember it happening, but I also was like... We were in it, college. Yeah, I, well, yeah. I was in college in 2013. I wasn't paying attention to anything but myself, apparently. So. Self-awareness <laughs> for the win. Whee! Also with this, there is a proposed comment that Armstrong made after his first words on the moon that some have speculated are, quote, good luck, Mr. Gorski, end quote. It is even mentioned in the popular British panel show, QI, which is a British TV show where they take, like, these are the facts that you think you know, but here's the actual answer. Huh. Like Snopes, the TV show. Basically. Um, Although sometimes they are incorrect and they they like uh correct themselves in later shows if they need to which i find great the story goes that then this was circulated around the internet around 1995 so like when the internet was like okay Mm -hmm. still still fairly new but the story goes that mr gorski armstrong's neighbor when he was a kid loudly told his wife that he would sleep with her when the kid next door playing basketball stepped onto the moon. And according to Snopes, this was never said. <laughs> not not Mr. Gorski, but Armstrong saying good yeah. luck. <laughs> it's a very specific... Wow. So the way that the story, like, 
came, like, quote-unquote came about was that, like, someone asked, because there is a recording of what Armstrong said when he first stepped on the moon. And he says one large... If he even stepped on the moon, Emma. There is a recording of Armstrong speaking. Let's say that. Uh-huh. Um, and he says one small step for man, one large step for mankind... Kind of, he messed with that up too, even though he practiced it, which I find kind of funny. I mean, that's a lot of pressure. That's a hell of a lot of pressure. Um, But then right after that, there is like a mumbling. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like four distinct words, but you can't really make out what those words are. And someone in the 90s, around 94, 95, was interviewing Neil Armstrong. And they asked him about this, according to the story. And he said, well, I guess I can tell you now what it was because all of the people involved are now passed away. And he told this story about how he overheard Mr. Gorski telling his wife that he wouldn't sleep with her um, until he stepped on the moon. And so he, like, told the reporter or whatever this story and then the reporter typed it up and it got picked up by not just the internet but by other news sources and things like that. And so it basically became a 1995 version of viral Mm -hmm. and there's no evidence of this ever this interview ever happening oh okay so quite a few people remember hearing so they'll say like oh i definitely heard good luck mr gorski in the recording but it's more likely like a yanni laurel situation of like you get told what it is and Mm -hmm. then you're like oh my gosh i hear it it's like every ghost hunters episode here we go. Zach Bagans is here. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> Slams the door. Slam. Um, but like in every one of those episodes, they like get an EVP of a of a um, ghost talking to them, and they'll it'll sound like a mumble, and they'll be like, "Oh my gosh, did you hear that? It said come to hell or something like that." And it's it, really it'll... just it's really just their intern out in the parking lot, like, "Oh, mom, the working here is hell," and it gets picked up on like the the waves, the radio waves, yeah. or whatever. So I, it, it's probably more likely that. Um, rather than a situation of like, yeah, he definitely said it. Um, mostly because we cannot prove that he said it, because you can hear the recording now, and it still just sounds like mumbles. And you might be able to hear, good luck, Mr. Gorski. If you're listening If you're for listening it. for it. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, there is always the perpetual misremembered movie quote, TV line, or song lyric um, that everyone ends up quoting and re-quoting. So one of them is the very famous Darth Vader not actually saying, Luke, I am your father. He said, no, I am your father. Which, okay. That one doesn't bother me. Neither of us are big Star Wars people, though. The next one kind of bothers me, even though I've never seen this movie before. Um, So Hannibal Lecter in Silence of the Lambs never said, hello, Clarice. He only ever said, good morning to her. He never says the phrase hello Clarice. Which like that bothers me cuz that's genuinely like that's like just, one of the only things you know about that movie if you don't If you have never seen the movie, right? So that's why it bothers me. I have seen that movie. I had to watch it for film studies Did class. Did you? Yeah. But to be fair, I didn't pay attention to a lot of those movies. The screenings were at 7 p.m. on a Monday. Oh golly. Mm. 
Sorry, Tony Lily. I did a lot of browsing of the summary. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, he never says, hello, Clarice, which is what people the, usually... So nobody says it? Where did it come from then? I don't know. But it's like one of those things that people quote. Yeah, I've quoted that on this podcast, making a joke. Probably, yeah. I don't remember it. I'm sorry. I don't remember the context, but I feel like I did it. Wow. Yeah. So there is also no of the world at the end of We Are the Champions by Queen. No, that's a lie. <laughs> You're just lying to me. This was I'm a not. Test. I'm not. If you listen to the recording of that by Queen, it does not end of the world. But they do say it during the song, right? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. But I can hear them being like, of the world. Yeah, I can too. But it, it might be just a recovered memory from the one football game that I went to in college. No, but... We'll look it up later. I did watch the Am video. Am I from an alternate reality? Probably. Oh, God. I mean, you weren't supposed to be alive. remembering are from the timeline where insulin was never <laughs> discovered yeah so that's how it continued on in the world yeah that i was meant to die in mm-hmm. um. <laughs> <laughs> call back to a previous oh episode gosh. if you don't know why well, we're going Sharon's crazy crying <laughs> oh my gosh no i promise not to make you cry <laughs> cry like for real for real for like a sad reason i don't think so have i I? think so yeah i don't think so maybe when you said you were transferring maybe i was having a stressful day and i went to marcia's office and i was like i know it's not about me but she's leaving and i just want my best you I definitely cried about that decision, though, too, so don't worry. I mean, it, 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 more, was directly, stressful. it more directly affected your life. No, so but not. it was still, it was a stressful situation for the both of us. We made it out alive, We made though. it. The wife anniversary, the wifehood goes on. It lives on. So, there have also been claims of deja vu from people believing that a, quote, new movie had actually been shown years prior, and they had already seen it when it was technically new and in theaters was it friends with benefits and no strings attached no but do you remember when they both came out the same weekend awkward it was the same weekend it was the same weekend i know it was like fairly close to so far as i remember it was the same weekend well that doesn't mean much nope (laughs) so this initially this effect example initially popped up in relation to the 2006 classic flushed away <laughs> apparently people had claimed that they had seen this movie before 2006 what do you remember flushed away can't say i do shannon mccarthy <laughs> emma christine 
mean? What? This was a movie. An animated movie. I mean, I assumed so. A stop motion animated movie. That's why I did not see it. This is why you did not see it. Um, About the rats in the sewer system of London. And a particular rat who used to be a pet getting flushed down the toilet. And finding the sewer system metropolis that the rats of London had put together in the sewer system. I hate everything about this. I loved this movie. <laughs> of course you did. There are slugs. Your taste there is are... literal trash. <laughs> I'm sorry. There are slugs no. singing to uh, Tina Turner's classic Rolling on the River. <laughs> Which is actually Proud Mary, but that's the only yeah. portion of the song that most people remember. You're welcome. But people thought that they saw this movie beforehand, which is such a specific thing. Yeah. It's a stop motion movie about what I just described. I don't know what portion of that you would think that you had seen beforehand. So that, to me, is what like... What drugs were you on? Right? So... Lastly, my current favorite example oh. is the Statue of Liberty. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So when we first discussed doing this podcast, mm-hmm. one of the very first things that you sent me was about the Statue of Liberty. Do you mm-hmm. remember this? Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was like a whole thread of like, here are all the Yelp reviews of people claiming this and that. So we all know... people had photos. Yeah. We all know the gigantic lady who sits in the harbor to welcome people to America. I have never climbed it. Have you? No. Okay. I've... Like, it's the one thing in New York that we, like, didn't do on our, like, New York trip for school. Keep talking, because I'm confused, but I think you're about to clear up my confusion. Okay. Many people claim that they have climbed all the way to the torch of, uh... The Statue of Liberty, and back down. But the torch itself has been off access for people to climb up to since 1916. But so many people have photographs of themselves up in the torch, or so they claim, um, and claim to have been all the way up there and back from, like, the 80s onward. So why? Why do people think that they have been up in the torch? There are so many reviews from Google and Yelp with people claiming this, the the key issue here actually there's two key issues one is that you in order to get up to the torch it requires going up a very narrow ladder because you're going up her arm so Mm. like it's very like closed in very claustrophobic yes shannon's freaking out (laughs) so you would have to go up this very narrow and steep ladder which a lot of people should be able to recall right but they don't make mention of that at all. They just say, I climbed up to the Statue of Liberty and back down. Mm-hmm. There also is that you can go up to the crown, which is pretty high up, mm-hmm. and take photos. But the torch is clearly visible out of the crown. Mm. So even if you took pictures up there, you wouldn't you get would still, confused. Yeah, you wouldn't get confused that you were up in the torch. Well, unless you... We're taking it from a different point yeah, of view. Yeah, you took a picture where the torch is behind the person taking the picture. 
I guess, but Maybe. like it for me, like I've been to the top of this uh, the needle in Seattle, mm-hmm. and I went around the whole entire thing because I was like, I want to see the city from every direction. Or like the camera in Oxford, I've been up in the in the top of that, and I've seen it from every direction I possibly could. Like, I, maybe that's just me, but like, if you climbed the entire like Statue of Liberty, and you didn't look out every like at every possible vantage point, maybe you looked out, but maybe you didn't take a picture. Maybe you only had so many clicks on your little. But like, even if camera. you didn't take a picture, why would you assume that you had gone up to the torch? Well, that's true. So. I don't I'm, know. I'm sorry. I can't. I keep thinking about that. Cre- uh, I would turn into a cat. Like, I think I could go up. But you wouldn't be able to come down. And then they, I would live inside the torch. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, could you bring me a blanket? The winter is coming. Thank you. The pigeons and I are cold. I don't even know if the pigeons go up that high. I don't know. Are there windows on the torch? Like, no, it's literally just like you you crawl out of the flame and it's like oh you're in the flame. I for some reason I was picturing you were like like there was a little observatory at the at the, like the rim of the not the cup, but well, you know what I mean? There like, there is, but it's all open air. Oh. Which is also terrifying to me because it's very it's not very large. Oh god. So, oh. Okay. I'm sorry. This is such a visceral like reaction. Got- so I have never climbed to the torch yeah. or the crown. Me neither. The main reason for the torch being closed as well is kind of interesting. So there is an island very close to Liberty Island in New York Harbor called Black Tom Island. It's an artificial island. It's made of garbage. Because Very New York. Very New York. Very New Jersey. Um, it's right <laughs> off of Jersey City. Yeah, that's true. That's that's very joyful. So it's very it's very close to the Statue of Liberty where she sits. And in 1916, at 2 a.m., an explosion erupted on the island and brought down all that it housed and the pier that connected it to Jersey City, um, which included munitions that the U.S. was producing for countries in Europe during the First World War, which it was not a part of yet. The U.S. was not a part of the First World War right. in 1916 yet. Like, mm-hmm. they were producing munitions. It was a huge issue at this point that right. they were like, oh, we'll make all of your arms. Isn't it, was it? And then something happened, like a letter in Mexico got discovered. The XYZ thing. Mr. Rand will be disappointed mm-hmm. that I don't remember. Me too. Sorry, but I Mr. Didn't, <laughs> I didn't actually, Sorry, Mr. Sams. I didn't actually learn things in freshman history. I would just read the chapter of the textbook the night before mm-hmm. and fill in and the then, study guide. Yeah, and I would just memorize it enough to... But my essays were always really long and I would include the little details. And he'd be because like, that's the fun part. A plus plus. And I was like... <laughs> I like that our fun part is the essays and the research. <laughs> well, welcome to our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So the explosion erupted right. with all of these munitions. Also, why were they building? You said all that it housed. What were they building on an island of garbage? They were, well. Like a little guardhouse. They weren't necessarily, like it was like basically like tiny little warehouses mm-hmm. for things so like for for uh gunpowder for guns for all of the i didn't look at like a detailed list it's of okay. what actually like was there but it was all of the armaments that they could give to thank you 
that they could give to Europe to whatever country was paying. Except for Germany. They didn't like Germany. Capitalism, it is our creed. Yep. Um, So Lady Liberty sustained considerable damage to her skirt and her torch because of the explosion. Wow, that went up really high to damage the torch. Well, and people in as far away as Philadelphia and Baltimore felt the explosion. Well, Because this is just an island of... Bombs, basically. Right. Wow. Gunpowder and, and sweat and tears and bombs. Well, diggity dang. Only four people died. Well, that's Which good. is a great statistic. Sure. Um, But a lot of people were injured, which makes sense. Like, it, especially people who were on the docks um, right. of Jersey City. Yeah. Um, Eventually, Germany was settled on as the culprit for lighting whatever instigating thing that happened to make things explode but the actual cause of the explosion has never been determined there was yeah there was one possibility that it was like the guardsmen who were lighting candles to get rid of mosquitoes had like tipped one over and i'm like oh (laughs) valiant effort but they're never gonna go away (laughs) like (laughs) you tried um but then there was also like, well, it was probably German spies and all this. But so that's why the torch of Lady Liberty, of Statue of Liberty, is uh, closed off. Is because even though there has been uh, repairs done, mm-hmm. it's still structurally like difficult to be in. Like, and I think right now they're more worried about like dumb people. Yeah, I will say though. If anybody needs a TikTok account, it's whatever U.S. Parks right? employee is like. Because you know someone has to go up there like once a month or something. To just check. Just to like make sure. Let's assess the situation. And you, I feel like they'd, I would pick like the 20 year old 105 pound college intern that yeah. like, you know, can just like peek her head up and be like, okay. Okay, we're all good. Um, so this explosion is credited as the inciting incident for America's subsequent entrance into World War I, the creation of the CIA, as well as the eventual internment of Japanese Americans during World War II, as this incident was quoted by President Roosevelt in the 1940s, 1930s and 40s. I would have thought that the little situation at Pearl Harbor would have been the main thing. Well, but... that... Was, but it was it, it was to say that Pearl Harbor may be the reason, but we have precedents for, like, be, wanting to be cautious. Sure. Very dumb. You can't just point at an unsolved crime and be like, these people that we don't like for other reasons did it. Well, and in 1950-something or other, I think it was 56, um, Germany eventually was like, okay, yeah, sure, we did it. Because at that point, Germany is, like, in e- like, economic decline, trying like, we, to pull themselves together. We are together. already groveling about everything else, right? so... Yeah, so... As Tudnir lied. <laughs> yeah. They, at that point, were like, sure, we will give you the money to repair, like, basically reparation. Um, so, that happened, but it's never been proven who did what and what right. actually happened. It just... I bet it was a time traveler. Don't even get me started. 
freaking love time travel. <laughs> I know. We know. All right. So here are our theories. And time travel isn't ne- isn't necessarily one of them, but it de- genuinely could be. I didn't see anything that, like, spelled it out, so I didn't want to add it. But it's... It could definitely be one of it's them. The, it's always an option. Uh, absolutely. Time travel is always an option. Put it on the merch. So one of these theories is the possibility of mirror worlds. This is not alternate or parallel universes. This is a mirror world situation. So similar to Lewis Carroll's novel, Through the Looking Glass, this theory posits that mirror worlds, where things are very different from our reality, but which mirror it enough to make it comfortable for our brains, exist. So, like, you pass through the looking glass and things look real different and kind of backwards and a little bit weird, but enough that your brain fills in the gaps. Mm. And you can kind of go along with it. Mm-hmm. Mirrors, though, have, al- have often been thought of as portals to another plane or a world, and even in the practice of feng shui, they have a certain meaning to them, so you're never supposed to have a mirror in front of your bed because um, it's supposedly a bad omen. Because it's inviting those ghosts or anything like that into your room. Yeah, sorry. I don't like it. Did you? Were you ever scared of mirrors as a kid? Because I was. I don't think so, but now I am. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but like when I when I was a kid, the whole Bloody Mary situation scared me so badly. Like any anything to do, and I think maybe. I must have read a book at some point because my family doesn't do this. But like you know how during funerals. Or, like, in that situation, like, mourning, you would cover the mirrors. Oh, yeah. I don't know necessarily why. Probably some, like, you know, to allow the ghost to leave rather than getting stuck in a mirror situation. Something like that. But, like, that kind of stuff really freaked me out. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, there is something that happens when you look into a mirror for too long. And it's genuinely to do with your brain. It's just your brain making crazy motions. So... If you look at yourself for too long in a mirror and you just, like, stare into your own eyes for too long, your face changes, shapes. Mm. Not necessarily, like, large things, but, like, you'll notice... You Basically, you're n- noticing things about your face that you don't often notice, so it feels like it's changed. I don't like this. I don't like it either, and I've never done it, and I never want to. I mean, but I like, can barely make eye contact with myself when I'm brushing my teeth. I don't like to look at myself. <laughs> We can unpack that off the air, therapist. But um, what is? Why is that funny? Is that that know. weird? No, it's not weird. I because I don't think I really do it either. Like I don't make eye contact with myself all that much in the mirror. Like I think, like I I look at myself in order to make sure that like I don't have broccoli in my teeth or that my shirt is tucked in correctly and I haven't like tucked my skirt into my butt. But like I don't, I don't think that I've ever like genuinely made eye contact with myself in like a. I feel like I want to very, look into your soul situation. It's a very um, new age, or I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like that you should like look your yourself yeah. in the eye for like a minute and be like, I am worthy. I don't I look am at myself powerful. I am whatever. Yeah. I like those adorable children in bathroom mirrors where you're like. You need to, it, like, they're, oh, like, they're mantras. I, I love when kids do mantras. For me, I'm like, that's stupid. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I don't believe that. Yeah. We can unpack it later. Later. In our, uh, what scared you talk. <laughs> our, our next podcast. Okay, but that, that freaks me out, though. Right? Of, like, I, 
this is sort of related, but like That's not. Okay. But choo choo, we're going on a detour. Um, <laughs> when have we not? <laughs> welcome to the detour. This detour does exist. For me, it's not so much. I mean, I don't like looking my like meeting my own eyes in the mirror. But also, I feel like I wouldn't want to look in a mirror too long. Because there's this feeling that something, yeah, even though you're looking at what's behind you, there might be something behind you, like a vampire situation. No, I, I get this feeling when I wash dishes at night because oh yeah, because um, there's a window in front of you. While our blinds above the kitchen sink are like a little broken, so we just have them up permanently, yeah. which basically turns the window right in into front of the mirror. sink into a mirror. And I'm, I kind of don't look up. Oh, I don't know. Because I'm afraid that I'm going to, like, see a murderer behind me. Oh, my fear is that I see a face outside. Oh, that's terrifying, too. Thanks. I'm so sorry. Thanks for that. That's that's genuinely what comes to my brain every time. Well, also, I'm pretty sure, because I'm going to roast myself. I don't go Brown it on both sides. I don't. I'm so toasty. I'm all roasted marshmallow. Um... But I don't wash my windows. I don't, I... I mean, that's not a roast. When was the last time you washed your windows, guys? I don't know. There are a lot of windows in this house. I have other things to worry about. Exactly. But that means that I'm... I'm gonna hope it's from Colin. But at some point when he was on the back deck having a cigar... Oh, yeah. Jokingly, like, put his hands up on the outside window to be like, I'm, I'm scary. So there are handprints there, and sometimes I'll forget that they're there, and then I'll see them oh and be gosh. like, <gasps> and then I'm like, oh, I'll have I'll have him calling. come over and wipe them away because that's terrifying. You're like, hey, you did this four years ago. <laughs> He's so sorry, but can you come and can like wash them off this? the window? Oh my gosh, just that's the terrifying. one window. It'll look really clean, and everything, <laughs> everything else, else is just grungy and pollen. <laughs> <laughs> it's an elegant affair over here. Mm-hmm. Alright, so another theory is the alternate-slash-parallel universe. So, this is similar to the mirror thing, but there is a difference between the two. So an alternate universe includes the what-if scenarios of existing people in the same universe with the same decisions and the same circumstances. Basically like a fanfic for something, so it's all of the all yeah, of the people still an exist. an alternate universe. Exactly. For those of you who aren't fanfic people, that is, yeah. The other, a parallel universe, is where the universes the universes share similar people and situations, but they don't intersect. So the example that I could think of had to do with space, and it was Star Wars and E.T. Like, space still exists, like, people exist, but they are not in the same universe. They exist on two different planes, mm-hmm. but you can see where connections are made between the two. Okay. So, here's a question for you, because the Mandela effect, in my mind, could fit in either of these, and for some reason, I feel more like it's the parallel universe rather than the alternate universe theory, because, well, I might actually revise that in this moment, because... It requires movement in your own brain for you to assume that something is one way and it turns out to be another. 
Mm-hmm. So there has to be movement somehow, and it can't. It, a mo- movement can't exist within the parallel universe situation unless you move. You yourself move from one to the other. Mm-hmm. But then in my brain, I'm thinking, well, if you individually are moving from one to the other, then why are there other people who also believe this? Right. So that's why I think an AU yeah. works better. I feel like yeah, it would be more an alternate universe of like. Diverging so, in a wood. Well, the upcoming Marvel television sh- television show Loki. Oh yeah, is gonna talk about this in terms of like time is a long. They have a nice visual. Yeah. Um, and also the. I don't remember her name, but the Tilda Swinton blonde mm. character from um, Doctor Strange, but in Avengers Endgame, um, when they go back to like the stones yeah, yeah, and yeah. he needs to get uh, the Hulk needs to get it she's like time is one line but when you take the stones it, it creates these yeah, branches yeah. and he's like no no I'll bring it back and she's like okay. okay she's like Stephen Strange said that this is the only way okay um but like more like those branches yeah cause then it's you know most of everything in history is we Along all agree on line, it yeah. and then but like, oh, some people were on the on that track. Sta- Maybe they're not like branches off, but they're like little little humps, little detours that go then back on the main. Yeah, you went, you got off on the Berenstain rest area, and <laughs> you, you got off the Berenstain. Steam. Yeah. So a that's, visual bit. You understand? But I, what I'm I understand, and I'm sure that you can visualize, friends. Um, but yeah, so I think maybe alternate universe theory is a bit closer. The other possibility is that it's a glitch in the matrix and this is all a simulation. And anytime we catch on to something that the simulation doesn't want us to know, it catches and changes what we think that we know. And, but it ends up forgetting small things that only a few people pick up on. And most people end up either not believing or trying to disprove because they want to believe that what they know as truth is true when it's actually all a simulation. So we're not going to linger on this because this is a feels like inception. Yeah, it's yeah. Well, I mean How it's, many it's layers the matrix, but yeah. Well, I haven't seen the matrix. Dude, you should. Honestly, Look, one of me. Keanu Reeves's best performances. Well, he's immortal, so I have plenty of time. Honestly. And um it took me literally a decade to watch Inception and I was I was like, my mind is blown, you guys. And everyone on Facebook is like, Yes, we yeah, know. We know. <laughs> like, but I'm so happy that I didn't get spoiled. I yeah, I mean it's a hard one to spoil too, because it it, there's so many. Yeah, there's a lot of and levels. things get kind of repeated, and things are going at different. Oh, yeah, it's so good though. It is a good movie. You got what? It, Tom Hardy and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, and Leonardo DiCaprio Joseph before he got like kind of creepy and weird. I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt. All right. And Elliot Page. Oh yeah. Completely forgot. Now I want to watch that movie again, but not before bed because it no, really don't do it freaked me out. No, don't do it. The last possibility is false memory. Mm. Mm-hmm. And this can happen collectively. This has happened for certain large events that people have a collective false memory of something. And it usually ends up happening because a story gets passed around and people end up filling the blanks. So the Mandela effect is categorized medically 
under false or created memory. It isn't a lie, per se, but rather a belief that you remember as true, when in fact your brain is just filling in the blanks and creating a scenario for you based on certain facts that you have taken in, but things that may never have happened. These facts may never have happened to begin with. So, But it's basically like your imagination's running wild. Um, and you can collectively do that with people by basically what is, like, in, in court, you can lead the witness. Mm-hmm. And it's the main reason why you can't lead the witness in court is that you ask a leading question and make them believe And then something. they fill in. They're like, yeah, his shirt was blue. Exactly. And it, it, you ju- it, it's, it's, a, it's, like, suggestive. In your, your brain literally can't not visualize it, which then creates a memory in your brain as it happening but it's actually just a Mm -hmm. visualization in your own brain so it's it's really the psychology behind it is crazy it's like if i tell you don't picture an elephant right now exactly immediately an elephant is in my brain yeah in a tutu and holding a baton but an elephant nonetheless so this is one of the main reasons why eyewitness testimony is no longer admissible in court as hard evidence and is rather now considered circumstantial So unless there is hard evidence of like a recording or a video or something like that as hard evidence, you can't have eyewitness testimony be in like the deciding factor. Exactly. Considered admissible as that kind of evidence, Um, which I think is a very good thing because as we know from just us talking right now, memory is fallible, friends. It's just... I am an unreliable witness. Exactly. And, of course, there is a pop culture thing that has happened out of all of this, which was a movie named The Mandela Effect. Came out in 2018. um, That follows the glitch in the Matrix theory and basically plays out that this family ends up losing their daughter because she wanted to save her Curious George toy, who was out in the middle of the lake. He had floated out to the middle of a lake, and she went to swim out to get him and ended up drowning. Um... And the, of course, the family's grieving about it. And the dad realizes, according to the photographs, that his daughter's toy doesn't have a tail. But he clearly remembers it having a tail from, like, not in the photographs. He's like, no, I remember it having a tail. And, like, goes into this whole, like, well, what are the other things that I believe are true? And he ends up finding a scientist who's like, it's a glitch in the matrix. Let's try and fix it. And so they, like, enter a different code into the simulation. And it's kind of horror sci-fi. It all apparently ends up fine. I didn't watch this movie. I literally read the Wikipedia page about it. And you can, too, because it's in the show notes. Um, But... Basically, it goes along the theory of, like, accessing the parallel universe that the simulation has created where everyone is fine. Mm. And in the very end, sorry if I'm spoiling this for you, the daughter's alive and fine and everybody's happy. Okay, but is she, but is that their daughter? Or Are is, they them? Is, is, is that their daughter from, like, Earth 37 and we're but on are, Earth 4? But are they them? Like, are they themselves? Like, they're, they might not be themselves. They might be gone in a different timeline. Um, it's too late for this uh, mind warp. In the iconic words of Christopher Evans, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like it. All right. So, I guess your thoughts are 
at the moment occupied with that. But do you have any closing thoughts on the Mandela effect? Um, I mean, I think the false memory thing is is most likely um but also if it's a simulation there's a lot of details in all the world you know it's the textures of everything and maybe you just forgot a couple details yep you had a lot to work on I don't like it I know I'm sorry <laughs> you told me you weren't gonna creep it, me out I didn't think I was okay but the um... I, I think my bar for creepy is so much higher than I than yeah, yours is. Correct. I'm sorry. No, you're not. I also don't think I dwell on things as much as you do. I think I have the ability to compartmentalize in a way that I don't think that, like, I didn't think I was able to, but I apparently am. Mm. Like, I'm not going to dwell on this probably once I close my notes, but you're going to think about this all night, are you? <laughs> uh, and there's a mirror in my room. I don't think it's facing my bed. No, but, but it's you not. Can, you can see the toes of my bed. It's fa- it's facing your wall. Mm-hmm. It's not facing your bed. Okay, if I get dragged to hell by a mirror demon. It would have happened before now. But now the demon knows that I know that it's there, and it's going to... <laughs> It would have done it while you didn't know that it was there. Now that you're aware, it's probably going, uh, your soul is not pure enough for me. Well, I don't know if it was pure enough before, but we don't have time to get into all that. (laughs) All right, friends. Obviously, my, quote, short episode did not turn out all that short. Um, How long is it? An hour and ten minutes. (laughs) Hey, you're welcome. It is now 10 p.m. and I still have to drive home. (laughs) But that's okay. It will be fine. I will be probably listening to another podcast that is not ours. (laughs) Or you should listen to Queen to figure out with that song. Oh, yes. Yes, I will. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it. But anyway. Thank you, Emma. You're welcome. I'm so sorry that I freaked you out. I didn't mean to. I I'm so sorry. Don't know how to I'm feel. so sorry. But hopefully, listeners, you do know how to feel. Hopefully you're feeling like you enjoyed this. Um, so you're gonna like, share, subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff. Do your homework. Drink that is... your water. Yes. No, but that that is your homework, is what I was oh, saying. Okay, I was oh that got it. I thought we, <laughs> we were just listing actions and I was like, like things you should and do. And then you were like, Yeah, well Emma. Yeah. When you're editing this and you hear this, make your doctor's appointment. Okay. Um Yeah. And most importantly on your list of actions, remember this podcast doesn't exist.